This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. I think that their relationship is, I think it's one of the most misunderstood in the entire Bible. I don't know, maybe of all time. And that's just so sad that too many of us cannot relate to it. We have no idea of the depth and the kind of love that they shared. The description that David gives of his love for Jonathan in 2 Samuel 1, verse 25 and 26, is that it's more deep than the love that he has experienced from a woman. I'm a woman, and that really does not surprise me. And the description the Holy Spirit gives us of Jonathan's feelings about David after hearing David kill Goliath says that his soul was knit to David and loved him as he loved himself. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 1. Honestly, that's just not surprising to me either. The covenant that they made with each other in 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 18, 14 through 18 says, And you shall not only show me the kindness of the Lord while I still live, that I may not die, but you shall not cut off from your kindness from my house forever. No, not when the Lord has cut off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, Let the Lord require it at the hand of David's enemies. It was an oath for a lifetime. And... Sadly and ironically, it was is after this that probably they saw each other for the last time. Maybe the last time that Jonathan ever saw David. Their meeting, their friendship, or that time together that they had, it was short. But their tie to one another, it was deeper than time. Because it was built on something that lasts or lasted longer than time. And so when Do- Jonathan died, David mourned for the man that he thought of and called his brother. 2 Samuel chapter 1, verse 25. And we read in chapter 9 of 2 Samuel that David, who is now king after Saul's death, asks if there is anyone left of the house of Saul that he may show kindness for Jonathan's sake. And there is. There was one son left of Jonathan. Mephibosheth, who David met and brings him to his house. But you see, Mephibosheth didn't get it either. He didn't know about the relationship his father had with David. So in chapter 9, verse 8, he asked David, What is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Now remember, Mephibosheth was crippled. When his nursemaid ran with him from the house of Saul, when they were under siege, she was trying to protect him and she fell. And all these years, while Saul hunted David, while his father fought alongside his grandfather Saul, Mephibosheth didn't know. He did not know about that relationship. He didn't know about that covenant. And there he was, bowing at the feet of the king, King David, expecting to be killed. Because he didn't know about the covenant David had with his father, Jonathan. And so as he waited for what he thought was the inevitable, David told him, Don't be afraid, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belongs to your grandfather, Saul. 
and you will always eat at my table. Verse 9. And that's how it went down. Mephibosheth ate at the king's table as one of David's sons because of the relationship. It was deeper than friendship. It was more powerful than family. And it was a commitment that was not bound by time or space. Now, there are a few relationships in the Bible like this one. I mean, I try to think about a lot of them, but it's very difficult to come up with them. I mean, not even our Savior and John or or Peter, who professed to give up, he would give up his life for our Lord, but instead stood by the fire. That doesn't even compare. So I'm truly hard-pressed to think about or find another kind of relationship. Maybe Paul and Timothy, or, or Paul and Silas, or Paul and Titus. You know, the people who, who knew, who knew, really knew Paul's struggle. Those who get it. Those who are living it. That's the kind of relationship that doesn't need to be renewed through frequent visits or is not bound by common likes or dislikes in clothes or, or music or movies. That's not this kind of relationship. It's not about blood family or DNA. It's deeper than that. It's a love that transcends time and space and something that is it's really hard to understand for for many, for those who are kind of tied to this life, who only see the here and the now. See, Paul mentions this kind of relationship in his letter to the church at Philippi. In chapter 1, he greets them, as he does every other church that he sends a letter to. And in verse 3 through 6, he says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of jesus christ i've been reading that section over and over these past weeks because it reminds me of a song that was sang at my grandfather's funeral my father's father and i remember that song like it's happening now. I mean, the lady's singing it in, in every word. It's an old song, I think, an old hymnal. And even though I had never heard it before, and I have never heard it since, that song stuck in my head. So there are times in my life that this song is pushes its way forward, you know, so that I hear every word as she's singing it. If we never meet again, the sight of heaven. That's the song. You may be familiar with it. But it's been going through my mind these past weeks as I think about relationships. And while I have no confidence that I will see my grandfather, that grandfather in heaven, I am certain David knew that he would see Jonathan again. That Paul would see Timothy and Titus and Silas and those that he remembered thankfully at, at every time he prayed. Because those kinds of relationships you know, they're not connected in DNA or, or likes or shopping habits. It's deeper. For me, there are women who encourage my walk daily, even if they're no longer walking this earth. There are women and men who just, who just by my thinking of them, strengthen my resolve to continue in the fight. That's because it's, those relationships are based on a covenant. And so I wonder, do we have that? And how we lost that? And am I 
or are we providing that encouragement others need just so when they think of us, when they think of me with every remembrance, do we have that effect on others? And do we build that kind of relationship? And the reason that I ask that is because we may not, we don't get, you know, Jonathan and David's relationship. And the thing is, we may not see each other this side of heaven. And if not, will every remembrance of me, will every remembrance of you, will that be enough to get each of us there? And it is for this, a covenant relationship where we will meet again on the other side. It is for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.